All right, everyone, and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And uh, as you guys might find out, this is another Nate and not Nate hour. I take a moment to reminisce a friend that we lost this past week. Uh, we talk about some Halloweens of the past. Somehow we go from Wi-Fi to Romeo and Juliet to, you know, zoos of the United States. Besides the fast food and sandwich chains that Nate likes, Nate gives a film review. And here is Nate and me echoing in my own ear but that always happens well you always have a little bit of an echo when it comes to this don't you it's true it's good now how you doing man how yeah, are you you know getting by getting by yes yeah I yeah have you talked to him again or since a few days ago uh i talked to i talked to him a few days ago uh they're getting back into town at some point in time yeah but yeah yeah we'll but is there gonna be a service of any there kind? will be a service i'm guessing there was already a yeah. candlelight ceremony i saw those i saw yeah. them in burbank and in i didn't know about Fe's. that either i would have gone had i known but yeah know. yeah um, it's well I, I think the santa fe one was kind of impromptu i don't know about yes that was one. definitely yes i think yeah. so but of, of, for those cryptically listening um oh, I, I didn't know you were recording I, I'm sorry I, I just kind of roll with it um <laughs> helena hutchinson who passed away this past week uh was my neighbor for eight years uh i'm friends with the family and everything else like that so you know it was a little bit of a uh nate asked if i didn't want to record this week because of everything and i was like well let's just kind of go along with it and kind of keep my head busy with other things but uh to yeah. share it well, just didn't mean to bring it up no it's fine dude yeah. it's okay that's this this we were i was gonna bring it up on the episode anyways at some point it's it's just it's hard uh, to it's certainly hard to i mean as me a frequent tmz um yeah reader it's 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 like a twice daily trying updates without actually having updates that's so it's hard to avoid it's a it's Sorry. yeah you lose someone like a friend and anything it just but it's everywhere you can't really go anywhere without seeing her face right now or well, anything and it's on such the story. a it, it would be a tragic i mean to lose any friend for any reason is yeah. tragic but what a what a strange set of circumstances that i you would rarely I mean, there's a reason why Brandon Lee is the only comp. Like, that's the only comp that people keep coming back to. Because, I mean, it just, it's... There are a couple other ones that have happened. There was one, like, in 84. Yeah. Uh, um, and then the, it... Uh, it was, yeah, I, I, I did read it. I was not familiar with that one. That Nor was, was the I. first pre- I think Brandon, Brandon Lee's, Lee's just, like, the biggest one because of the star of the movie. And they still finished the movie. It's just yeah. one of those things. And then you had, like, some stuntman who similar had a similar fate. It's just... Yeah, know. yeah. It just and it and it and it's been co it's been compared a little bit um, only because of work condition issues to that PA who passed a few years ago the on that track train one? track yeah and most and that and that obviously wasn't I mean that was still a big story but obviously it didn't have a a person of of Alec Baldwin's name attached to it but it was and it was more associated with just unsafe work conditions no but you know uh, yeah. uh, there is some good stuff coming out of the this horrible situation I hope, but i uh, hope so yeah at the same time it's just it's just sad it's not to keep everyone down i'm you know everyone's doing the best they can and just to let you know that's about that's, that's all I good that's really good to hear. i don't even know if i'll use this we can just could be yeah. an inventing moment so no it's it's good it's yeah. good i don't want to say uh, much more like you know because it's their business and everything else like that but, but, oh yeah yeah of course of course um yeah so um you know happy scary it's karaoke today it, it, oh is uh, it karaoke it is yeah I, I, I wouldn't have known that except i just i don't know why i'm on the dens email list so yeah i don't know if we probably talked about it many oh, times in the past you know but how the you're on the list is you signed your email up to get wi-fi at one point in time and so they they're ah, have that's you. how they get you i unsubscribed to that which email. is ironic because their wi-fi sucks it was it's so like bad. the worst. Somehow there was. This hap I don't know if this happens with you. It happens with me a lot of places. Maybe it's a phone issue or a carrier issue on my part. But like the Wi-Fi does the reverse of what it's supposed to do. It actually makes the like I would. I am better off using my just the cell internet than using a Wi-Fi at the den. And this happens at a lot of places. It's really annoying. Like you sign up for the Wi-Fi and all of a sudden you're like. This isn't working at all. Because everyone this, else I mean, is on the Wi-Fi and it just slows everything down. It's, I mean, you know what, you can't complain. What a, what a first world problem. This bar's Wi-Fi sucks. Uh, it always just brings me back to the Paul Walker death, where we were all trying to upload ah. and refresh our phones to find oh out. Oh my God, that was, God. I was, you know, it's funny you say that, because uh, Barney's has 
actually one of the better Wi-Fis. Yes. Uh, and they uh, they took your email too, and I've never gotten an email from Barney's. I think it's so, a little bit different on the ownership kind of thing. I don't yeah, understand why true. a bar would email you to let you know what's going on, but at the same uh, time. Well, when a bar that's struggling, um, mm. which is oddly, oddly enough, the uh, so anyway, I mean, back to... Uh, Karaoke. The, uh, Scarioke. It's a uh, right. Used to be a a yearly rite of passage for us at the Den on Sunset. Okay, it used to be the Den of Hollywood. Now it's Den. I mean, it's been Den on Sunset for a long time, but it did used to be the Den of Hollywood. Yes, it was. Yes, initially with the Den of Hollywood. Ironically, ironically, because it was in West Hollywood, but still. Um, yeah, we used. It was like I mean, it wasn't that much of a rite of passage of us. We went every Wednesday anyway. Didn't matter. Um. But yeah, they would have karaoke every Wednesday. We would go every Wednesday, but the Wednesday of Halloween week would be karaoke, which basically was just karaoke with costumes. It generally got a bigger crowd it for did. the most part. It did. Um, you know, but it was it was fun. I it was you know I that was one of the few I I didn't wear costumes anywhere else because I didn't really go to any other Halloween functions. But I wore the, I wore costumes to that a few times. You did. I have, I have done that too. I got I've gotten yeah. lazy in my older age. I just tend to wear the onesies and just kind of like eh. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Um. One of the one of my favorite costumes um of of our karaoke days was um, uh Sam who's still um um holding out em- embroiled in a contract dispute. We'll get it settled eventually. Yes. Uh, I'd say another two month one two months tops. Yeah. Um. Do you recall the uh, when she and uh, her husband Josh yes. uh, came as Heisenberg and I guess Jesse yes, from I... Breaking Bad because she was in a full hazmat um, suit hazmat suit with the with the mask down and she kept having to take it off because she was so hot that place was a I mean that place was hot normally but then when you packed it full of people it oh. was way it was more hot and she was wearing a full hazmat suit i felt so bad every time she'd take the mask off she'd just be like sweating yeah and no. of course J- josh was just wearing a it was a good heisenberg outfit because he, he kind of has the you know shaved head look for it grew a goatee uh, and then wore goatee the hat what, and... what kind of is that a what kind of hat is that i'm I, trying to think i don't even know what they would call that i oh the hat i used to know that because there's it's not <laughs> keep going keep going I'll, it, I'm, I'm yeah, going it's because you know it's not a fedora because that no. is everybody knows fedora. It's not a pork. Is it a pork pie hat? It might be a pork pie. It hat. might be, but I don't think it is. Because uh, it's not a bowler. Bowler bowler is more rounded off. Like bowler, you think of the old. No, show it is Avengers. pork pie hat. You are right. Uh, a pork pie hat. Yeah. Well, I done. knew it wasn't a top hat because you know no. what the top hat needs to come back. How come that fell out of fashion? Did that like go away with Lincoln? I think so. No, no, it lasted a long. It was there for a while. I think it was just a pain in the ass. It's kind of, you know, it's it's r- yeah, it's kind of roomy, kind of probably heavy. It's just annoying um, to carry about. I think that's like the bowler hat was a bit smaller. That that became a thing. Um, then scullies or flat the, caps uh, became a what? What's a scully? Uh, like the flat cap kind of thing. The ones that I With, wear. The ones like, I wear. like an. Like a newsboy cap type yeah. thing, like that. Okay, yeah. I, I was actually gonna—I've only referred ever referred to it as a newsboy cap. Okay, but I didn't—I didn't know the official name. They That's call, what well, it's called. there's there's several names. For well, it. I guess Scully wouldn't be all that official. The skull, yeah. But skull. It, but it's, at least in America, you say newsboy cap, they know what you're talking. Yeah, about. They, I mean that was, you know, the, the new. Yeah, there is a newsboy version of a Scully. Like there's different oh, types there, okay. of hats of this style, and newsboy is one of the styles. It's like the puffier, bigger one. What I um what is it what is a hat maker called? It's not a I, I know it's not a haberdasher and it's uh it has it but they hat a hat maker has a a fancy old timey name. Um okay hat, yeah, what, I'll, what I'll, is I'll, a, what I'll, is I'll, a hat, hat like, hat ma- no what is it, a haberdasher uh, um, ha- ha- haberdasher deals in textiles and threads to make clothes. They uh, don't make the clothes themselves. They sell the materials for the clothes. A milliner? Milliner, that's it. I knew it was an old timey word. Um, yeah, I just, the only reason I, I'm familiar with haberdashery is because I think it's such a fun word and I use it on, um, lots of my bios for social media because it's just a fun word. You're a habit. <laughs> I use haberdasher and apothecary. Apothecary is another fun one. Yeah. Which, um, you know, if you're not familiar with, uh, Romeo and Juliet, I think that's probably the most famous apothecary in, in popular culture. It's a pharmacist. Like that's where they got their poison from. Uh, spoiler alert! They both died of poison. Um, Wait, I thought. Well, depending on which one, didn't she not didn't die they, of poison? 
Didn't she she fake her? died of poison. No, no, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. She fake died of poison. Wait, wait, I get them backwards. One of them fake died. Then the other one killed themselves because they thought the Julia other person fake was dead. Died, then Romeo killed himself, and then she woke up to him dead next okay. to her, and then she killed herself. And then her. she killed herself. But there I wasn't enough poison I, to kill herself. And then, therefore, she... I, I, but did one did one herself. of them... Did Romeo, though, use a real poison? Yeah, or did Romeo he, used I know, a real there, poison. I think there was a knife involved. Didn't she stab herself? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It was a... It, you know, there's a reason it's called a tragic tale, you know. Well, the fact that That's I haven't read it since, like, eighth grade. Um, oh, you know what? I, yeah, I haven't, I mean, every, everybody knows the Baz Luhrmann version. Uh, although, we, do you, I don't know if you've ever seen the other version, the... Um, the original oh, version? Who's the famous, the, the famous Italian, Fellini? Was yes. it Fellini? Or Bertolucci? Was it either Fellini or Bertolucci, who did, like, the one back in the 60s? I see, I've seen uh, the one back in the 60s, because they we showed watched, it in school, we, and there was we, a boob shot. And like, yeah, oh, I was, that's where I was going. We, we watched it, and I took a Shakespeare class senior year of uh, high school, and we watched it, and I don't think our teacher was remembered that there was nudity in it. Oh, so yeah. it was, you know, it was, you know, you know, it was titillating, as they say. Uh. Um uh yeah franco zeffirelli oh there were like three famous italians there's no big okay bertolucci actually might have been a composer uh or an artist i don't i don't know but anyway that was a tangent from apothecary and haberdash oh milner Milner. um Yeah. yeah like uh I, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, Top Hat needs to come back. Por- I, okay, Pork Pie. I knew, because Pork Pie is kind of hipstery. We were talking about karaoke. This is how we ended up oh, down this Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. You're complimenting that, Sam's la- outfit, and then it just went, uh, you know, it went. It went. La- la- last hat example, and this does tie back to karaoke because it was a Halloween, because it is a hat that my father owns, and, and I wore it for Halloween once. What What is the double build uh, Sherlock Holmes, like oh. the front back build one? Does that have a? Is, it's probably just called the Sherlock Holmes at this point. I, well, no, um, I mean, well, it's like, yeah. Well, I he's mean. the one. He's the one who made it famous. Uh, but a heat might, for some reason, uh, Bill has one, and I I was Sherlock Holmes one year because easy costume. All you need is a trench coat and uh, that hat. It's called a deer stalker. Ah, yes, I I did know that. Actually, I have heard that term before. I've never heard that. Interesting. Term before, but this, it's, it's like a... yeah. And then there's the one with the flaps that you you associate with Canada, like the like the, the moose mo- hat? you know the. I was yeah moose hat. You know, I don't know you know if it's a moose hat, but I'm like nobody knows the official name. But you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, back to karaoke. Yeah, so that's all it is. And today is karaoke day, so you know it's it feels like. Um, I mean, we I don't know the last time you went. I have not been, obviously, uh, in several years. But we stopped going years before. I think it, I would it was still go, a thing. But just kind of like look at the just outside gotta, and be just, like, I'm I'm good. I don't need to go. It just that. got annoyed. Yeah, with the crowds, like the we. I mean, we stopped officially going to karaoke several years i think probably the end of travis's run really yeah i think um, it was like one of the last ones i, I he, went to a couple others but i mean i had to have he travis a friend of the show um uh we'll get him on the line one of these times well we'll get um, him on the line and actually be able to record it uh yeah the lost episode but, as we shall say yeah but the joke there was also that you hung up on him immediately because you're you were doing a matt damon bit uh, which, speaking of which, um, I got a Bubble Boy review. I'll get to it at the end. Okay, great. Me. Perfect. I've, I've, I'm um, looking forward to this one. Yeah. Um, Trav was always good for because he was that guy. Well, he, granted, he was like the MC of the more, I mean, not not the karaoke MC, but, you know, he was basically the MC of the den. Uh, you know, the, the bar. He was the Sam Malone. And he was always good for two or three costume changes the night of karaoke, which seems like a lot of work for a busy bartender. Yeah. And then you have. Like, and he had he had some he had some good ones. I remember one year his double costume was the uh, one of the presidents from um, Point Break. Oh, okay. And then that same night he switched into Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, the Mrs. Doubtfire. No, that was the just, Mr. No, Mrs. Was Doubtfire a t- was a one off. Oh, I went, okay. I wanted so, to him because yeah, the that's fat. true. Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire w- would have been hard to double up. Yeah, yeah, he had the. It was the Mrs. Doubtfire scene. He the wasn't in drag. Scene. It, well, he sort of was in drag, yeah. but it was the scene, yeah, with the pop, uh, it was supposed to be, um, what was it? Uh, sh- um, yeah, whipped cream. Whipped cream on his When face. he like sticks his face in the fridge and he's wearing like the bathrobe and has the hair. It was a very, very good costume. He would do the hello anytime anybody walked in. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, you're right. He his president's one was good, but that was a separate occasion. Yeah. 
Um, you had some good ones. I, I <clears throat> we have pictures of the your uh, Patrick Bateman was good though. That, that was, was not a karaoke. That was a Saturday night. That was a Halloween so that, night, I believe. That was their Halloween. They yeah. They there was a time when they would kind of do both. Yeah. If Halloween fell on a weekend, but then they started. They're like, this is too much work. We're just we'll just do whatever Halloween week is. It's that Wednesday. I remember specifically that was a Saturday, the day the Patrick Bateman one, because I was at a Halloween pub crawl all day. And then showed up to the den. So was I was bu- well. When you were well, a rich monocle well, wearing. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was wearing. Yeah, ba- I, it was pretty lazy because it was around the time of the one. I wasn't even going for a one percenter thing. It was like whenever Occupy um, Occupy Wall Street was a thing. Right. So there was like the whole one percenter, 99 percenter. I was just going for an old. I was going for like an old timey um, rich person. Yeah, I no, had a top it, hat, come to works. think of it. I had a top hat. Huh. Matching suit okay. cane. Yeah, that was about the I had same. A cane, like had... I had a cane, a top hat. I was wearing my actual, like an actual suit that I got for my sister's wedding. So it was a suit, an actual suit. Uh, if, I w- if I didn't have glasses, I would have gone monocle. Right. Um, but wow. yeah, so, but you know, I was just going for rich guy. But everybody, as soon as I walk in, people are like, oh, 1%, huh? And you had the, the I, mustache. I, oh, I had a mustache. You I had, had that, my giant that... um, uh, mustache, my, uh, my furry uh, plush mustache that yes. I still have. It was pretty uh, good. You actually made me wear that after I shaved my beard off that one time because you guys were like, "I can't handle this." Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I you, a clean shaven hue is is it's it's like a hairless cat. You don't. It's it's especially or, out of or, nowhere or a hairless dog. Like when you see like a dog that just has to have parts of it shaved because you know medical issues and whatnot. Um, it's it's unnerving. It's weird looking. <laughs> there was a um a. Uh, Back when I worked at the zoo, I don't know if it's probably not still living. It could be. I mean, they live a long time, uh, but I don't believe so because I've been to the zoo many times since. But when I worked at the zoo in high school, we had a hairless chimp baby, oh. and a it, it, he was born with no hair, like just a genetic, basically alopecia. I mean, yeah. He had alopecia. Um, and I will tell you, a hairless chimp looks a lot like a human baby, like oh. creepily like a human baby. Um, I mean, it's ninety nine point nine nine percent human. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take the fur off. I mean, obviously, if you look at the facial features, sure. But you take the fur off, you got you got a human looking thing, and it was it was kind of freaky. I I it either has did not live or it moved zoos because I would definitely remember. I've been to the zoo many many times over the last two decades, and I have not seen that chimp again. But chimps like live like forty fifty years, so it's not like it would have been an age thing. Um. Yeah. Wow, that's another weird tangent from, from oh. Scaryoki. So anyway, Scaryoki. That, yeah, that so, that's all I got on Scaryoki. So your chimp passed away in 2009 of a mysterious oh. death. Okay, okay. Did, what was the name? I don't recall. Um, Cinder. Ah. So... What I, I I'll have to look it up. I don't... Re- I, I never saw him... You know, I saw... I worked there for three summers from like 96 to 98. So... um. Wait, wait, maybe he might not have been born yet. Maybe I just remember him from a later visit. Uh, either way, I don't know. Um, yeah, like Google hairless chimp St. Louis. You can look it up. That's, um, that's all I did, and I was like, oh, there's yeah. There's... You know, it's 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 a weird thing. We 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 get some. I don't freak is such a horrible term, even for an animal. But you know, we we have some um, abnormal animals no, in the St. Louis area. Fourteen years the, old, uh, by the way. It's good. Okay, so, so it's you, it was, decent. It was around your time. Decent run, yeah, yeah. That would that was my time. Yeah, I used to know all the animals' names, like every single one in the the, the Saint. We've discussed this many times. Saint Louis Zoo is world renowned. Like it is, it has been passed. Um, I believe it is still ranked top three uh, in um, U.S. zoos. San Diego, kind of. Which one? San Diego, the just the main zoo. Not this is. I don't know if they count. Do they count the safari whatever wild animal thing? Park? As, I, don't I don't know. know if, does that count as part of the zoo? I know it's owned by the zoo. Is it owned by the zoo? No, ah, I don't think, I think it's way. its own thing. But man, The San Diego Zoo was always considered the standard bear. But to be honest, if you looked up zoos now, I don't even know if San Diego is still top five. I believe the number one zoo in the country is Omaha, which seems weird. Omaha and then like Columbus have two incredible zoos. And then St. Louis is always like top three or four, which, you know, I was always proud of that to work there. We, we don't have a lot of things, sites to see in St. Louis. You got the arch, you got the zoo. No, um, I, but yeah, I have the twenty-five I knew, best I, zoos to visit. I don't know if they're ranked as best to visit uh, or that, that might. See. I mean, best zoos to visit might be that. Probably is the same one. What, is St. Louis on there? Because uh, if it's not, then I'll say that that list is bullshit. It is not on there. 
Uh, not it's the, not uh, in the it's not in the twenty five. Well, no, I, I it only goes to eight. So okay. like I'm looking at, I'm like I can go twenty five, but Philadelphia no. ranks number one. Oh, uh, that is um, San Diego was eight, like seven. Okay, okay. When is your when is your list? When? Uh, this is twenty twenty. Okay, I'm looking at I'm looking at a different list, which 12. I know is I know is more accurate. This list because. Like I said, number one and number two are Omaha and, and Columbus. So I had that one right. Cincinnati's number three. Really the only reason to go to visit Cincinnati. You're absolutely right. Man, St. Louis has fallen. Damn. It's also, I think, I think ten- it's also it's including not- like visiting the, like the areas. No, the list I'm looking at is actually, I think, strictly on um, the actual uh, as it is as an institution. Mm, okay. not, not even just... Um, Mine yeah, was. I, mean, I don't think mine was that. Mine was more for the experience. I guess I don't know. I used to well, go damn, to Philadelphia this, too as a kid. That was about the. Damn, end. both San Diego things made the top ten on this list. Mm. Both both San Diego Zoo Safari and wow, San Diego Zoo. Um, anywho, St. Louis made the top ten still. Okay. But yeah, it was. But but the thing that always. Um, but when I worked there, San Diego was number one. St. Louis was number two. But the big difference is that St. Louis is, is free. That's San Diego huge. is decidedly it's not free. New. It's San Diego's. Exciting. I have not been to the San Diego Zoo since 2009, and I know this because I was visiting San Diego with my girlfriend like two weeks before we broke up. I don't know if the San Diego Zoo was the reason. Um, might have been, but as I recall, in 2009, it was like 60 bucks to get in. Yeah, it was not, not cheap. No, it's not. But like St. Louis Zoo is in like a. We have like a, a our own Central Park that's actually bigger than Central Park. It's called the Forest Park. Okay. Uh, it's 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 like one of the biggest, if not the biggest, city enclosed park in the U.S. Um, and the zoo is in there. Huh. And um, the only thing at the zoo that costs is if you want to pay in the like you pay to park, but you can also park in the park. Like there's ample parking, and you won't, don't have to walk that far to get into the zoo. So you could com- you could totally go to the zoo for free, completely free. Well, that's a nice deal. But yeah, like, no matter how you like it. I mean, I mean the the food, they get you with the food. Of course. Uh, but that's yeah that that's how you do it though that's how movies that used to do it it wasn't about the ticket well it eventually became the ticket but you know that, that's yeah how movie oh yeah it's made concessions, is, concessions oh that's how that's how almost all attract i think that's how like disneyland well disneyland doesn't make money no no yeah no disneyland as a park doesn't really make money it's just it's basically it's a way to funnel people back to their movies um but di- like not that disney needs the money no. um but the yeah. uh, I will say this: my one of my years at the zoo, I worked in the warehouse, so I supplied all the concessions. Oh. Like I would, I I would drive. You know, I was that guy in the golf cart or the cart driving around the zoo, whether it was driving food to the animals, food to the concession stands. And I will tell you, we did not treat that food well. So that food that you're overpaying at the zoo, I would um, I'd bring your own next time. You know, it was very much uh, going going through bags of buns and being like, this one doesn't look too moldy. It's fine today. It was one of those. I'm sure, to be honest, I've never worked in food service, but I imagine that's how most food service goes. This is good for another, this is good for another day. We're good. I, I would just tell people never to eat Subway tuna. That would be about my, my only advice. Oh, God. I mean, I don't even know if you have a background story to that. I would say that that's just a solid rule. Uh, I, have like, a, I have a minor background in that one, but I would just say... Was it a anyone poor experience? You didn't work at Subway. I did, did for you? two days. Did you? Ah! Yeah. You were a sandwich artist? Yes, I was. Is, isn't that what they call them, yep, sandwich yep. artists? Mm-hmm. Um, I just would have thought you just had a bad experience eating it. Uh, I had, I've had i had bad experiences eating Subway. That has happened twice where I've had um, food poisoning out of Okay. But to it be, wasn't let's tuna fish that I was eating. It has was, anybody had a good experience eating Subway? Uh, like, has anybody honestly walked out of Subway being, that was a great meal? No. Well, I mean, it's, some, it's something you eat when you're in a hurry or you're trying to save money because it is reasonably priced for sure. Yes. Like, if you're on a budget, that $5 foot long, that's two meals. Yeah. Like that's that's a deal, but it's not it's not a destination. No. Like um, I I could name. This, every one of these episodes turns into listing things. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, if you're going if you're going to sandwich place, like you know that type of sandwich place, you know, okay. like a fast food chain sandwich place. Subway is easily the last on the list. Like, right. I don't know. I'm not putting these in any particular order. But Jersey Mike's far superior. Mm-hmm. Quiznos, I don't think still exists. I, I have not seen Quiznos in like s- 
recently. You know what? Quiznos went, Quiznos went out of business. It's still higher up on the list than Subway. <laughs> um, Jersey Mike's F- uh, Firehouse is good. Um, it's a Midwest place. You don't have them. There's we don't have them in California. It's called Potbelly. It's a whole Midwest thing. That's the best. That's number one. If you ever find yourself in the Midwest, go to a Potbelly. They're all over Chicago and St. Louis and everywhere in between. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm sure they're rather. Oh, Jimmy John's. Although Jimmy John's, that's uh, a questionable place. Just questionable ownership. Questionable ownership. Uh, it's one of those places that you're like, do I want to support this guy? I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Subway. There, there's that that glots. Um, there's the, the subway on Pico and um, Doheny. Basically, you know that's a very Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. Right. Uh, it, there's a it's glot kosher. I'm not sure if you're familiar with glot kosher. It's kosher. You know where they don't do obviously um, pork and and they don't mix meats and cheeses. Uh, my old roommate Sean, friend of the show. Once wandered into that one on the way home for the gym. Didn't realize that he was in a glot kosher subway. Because why would you? If you see a subway, you just assume it's a subway. Right. He tried to order a ham and cheese sandwich, and they were very confused. They basically, in the politest way possible, were basically told him, "Sir, we can't, we can't make that for you. We, you know, we don't have ham, and if we did, we're not mixing it with cheese." Um, yeah, that would confuse anyone. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a just an offhanded story. But um, subway, anyway. Why did how did I get on subway? Um. Uh, I don't remember food processing. How you were serving oh. food? Oh yeah, yeah. Food. You don't want to see how the sausage yeah, is made. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sub, yeah, definitely Subway. Didn't they have what was it? Was it them that they're something about yoga mats? Like their bread had had some material from yoga mats in it. Oh, that's, that's uh, so. That, it was from several several years ago. So it wasn't um, technically bread. Something like that. It, it, I mean, I don't know how you define bread necessarily, but the, if you just Google right now. I'll filibuster. Google uh, Subway yoga mat. It'll pop up. I don't recall if it had to do with their bread or something else, but it was something. Um, it, it, it came up quickly. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, Subway says in, an ingredient dubbed the yoga mat chemical will be entirely phased out of its bread by next week. Uh, this was back in 2014. I so, know it was a while back. Okay, so I was I was right. But, uh, the yoga mat chemical, that's not something you want. The gradient uh, uh, azotic carbone, uh, yeah, like that. It was probably, I assume, my, my, like most things, it was probably some sort of preservative. Yes. That bread, that bread is not fresh. Oh, no, no. For sure. Um, yeah, well, now, now, I'm, now I'm the, you know, sometimes we'll talk about food and I'll get hungry, and I'm the exact opposite of that. Huh. Um, I, I was, I was reading today have you heard about the um this the the cruise the nine month cruise that's starting next year no um 2023 no but it's a um, you posted royal... something about that so it's oh um yeah oh that's right yeah a few weeks a few days ago um royal caribbean is uh doing a cruise in that's it starts in december of 2023 that is 274 days long it's nine months long you're on the ocean, on the seas for nine months. You leave. It leaves Miami December of 2023. Arrives back in Miami September of 2024. So you circumnavigate the entire globe in 274 days. It makes 150 stops. So you're stopping pretty much every other day. Um, it's some of some of the highlight stops. You stop in the Caribbean. You stop in Rio. You stop in China for the Great Wall. I don't know exactly what port that would be. You stop at the Taj Mahal. You stop at the like in Egypt outside the the pyramids. So I guess my I'm assuming the the, the route it takes is south under the Cape of Magellan. I think that's called the Cape of Magellan um, under South America. Then you go through Asia, and then I guess you go through the Suez Canal because I don't know really how else you go to Egypt. Um, I mean, you could I guess you could turn around in that in that Gulf. But you probably go through the Suez Canal, then up through the Mediterranean. I assume. That would uh, be I mean, a you're safe assumption. You're on the, like you're on the sea for nine months. So you can. There's a lot of different routes you could do. Yeah, the joke I made on on Twitter was that um, it was it's it was they're they're claiming it the longest cruise of all time, and I was just making a Magellan joke because Magellan's took a considerably longer. You Though um, to, to be to Magellan's took three years, but to be fair, he only lasted two years of it because he was murdered in the Philippines. Uh, but his his crew made it the rest of the way. Um, 
Yeah. Yes. So I so I don't know if you're. I mean, we got time. The, the the it's a bit pricey. Uh, you can also break it break it down into. You don't have to do the entire around the world. You can do just certain parts. Like there's a. Uh, you can just do the Americas, or you can just do there's an Antarctica portion of it, or something like that. Okay. Um, I guess. Well, I guess that would be the Americas. So you could do part of it instead of the whole thing. But um, I, if I, you do the whole. I wonder, this is the one thing I wonder about if I were to do this, if I was allowed to do that and come back and still be a green card holder. Because I'm only now technically only allowed out of the country for oh, six months at a time. Oh, visa issues. That's, that's a good question. I wonder how they address visa issues. Now, well, no, because it, it, it's not a, it's not a, I was going to say, if it is a, um, what is that called when you, a boat so, that uh, flies boat. under... If, there's a term for it when a boat flies under a certain country's flag it's not licensed it's like yeah you know it i no. can't think of the term for it like you know a lot of a lot of uh wealthy people their boats are are, are um registered it's registered under a different country because of taxes right like that's why a lot of rich people have their boats Bahamas. registered under caribbean islands yeah. and a lot of those cruise liners are, are registered under random countries because to, of the taxes tax, involved to avoid taxes, but i, I my 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 point there being if it, if the cruise ship was registered under the U.S. is that considered U.S. soil as it as it goes around the country or the world and if that's the case you never left the U you know you'd leave the U.S. for days at a time you'd be sailing on the U.S. Yes, so maybe I I don't know about visa issues that's a good question, um but could you imagine nine months? I've never been on a cruise. Um, I know there are a lot of things to do. This one, the, the ship that they're doing is called the Serenade of the Seas. It's one of the jewels of the Royal Caribbean line. Um, it has like 13. I did a lot of research for this. I don't know this off the top of my head. It has like 13 floors and can like carry 2,500 passengers. I'm sure there are a ton of casinos and nightclubs and all kinds of fun things. But nine months seems like a really long time. It is, yeah. I, I realize you're getting off. you're getting off the boat every every other day or so though you're not getting to spend much time no I, although I, I guess i don't know much about cruises i guess you never get to much spend much time on land i guess they the only port uh, um you get like a day's not, worth of time at the port yeah they're like you know but so i guess you get to see the world which is cool oh so anyway yeah the um i'm all over the place today That's um great. the cost it ranges from sixty thousand to a hundred sixty six thousand base to a hundred and twelve thousand i guess if you're going like high-end um, but that $60,000 does include a drink package. So basically you're drinking, not free, it's included. You're, it's a drinks included for nine months. Yeah. I could probably tackle $66,000 worth of booze in nine months. Um, I definitely could have, uh, back Yeah, it'd be wasted on you, I think. Yeah. Uh, although the food, I've, I've heard, I've heard good and bad things about cruise ship food. Some people... Cruise ship people, I know a few of them. My uncle, my dad's brother, is a giant cruise fan. He was on a cruise, in fact, when the COVID happened. Oh, when the lockdown happened, he was not on that that the one stuck out of Florida. Not not that ill-fated cruise ship that was stuck in out in the outside Miami for a month and a half. But he was on a cruise ship when the lockdown about when, around when the lockdown happened. He was able to get off the ship. But he's a big cruise person, and he's retired. Yeah, I think a lot so of I, I could I could do totally it because it he, gives him something he, to do. He is right in that. I I would actually. I'm I'm curious now. I'll have to ask him because he is right in that sweet spot of somebody who would absolutely take a, a nine month cruise. He and his wife are both retired. Um, very nice federal pensions because they worked for the patent office for forty years. Hmm. So they they are not you know they are not struck they're not eating through their retirement money. Um, so they I they are like the bread and butter of people that would totally go on this cruise. Um. But yeah, that you know the food. Like, there's only so much different types of food you can have over nine months, oh, right? Yeah. No, yeah. like, oh, like yeah. I get it. I get it. You're getting off the boat every other day, so you can certainly have foods from around the world. But they're not restocking that ship all the time, so you're getting a lot of the same foods. I'm not sure how many food options are on a cruise. I know that there's probably a ton of restaurants, but yeah. but I mean, like, after, there's the main meal. Like, you're gonna get the same kind of things. Yeah, but eh. I know buffets are really big on those things. It's, honestly, the way cruises have always been explained to me by cruise people, it just sounds like the Vegas Strip. Like it sounds like you're just on the Vegas Strip, except you're on water. Yeah, that's the only difference. Like it's casinos, it's nightclubs, it's buffets, in water, in pools. Like, I tell me how that's any different than Las Vegas, except for maybe the heat. 
Um, but if you're out in Cairo, he's going to be true. the equivalent. That's true. Uh, well, it depends what time of year you're in Cairo, because you're this 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 thing's making. You were going through some through some uh, different climates there. Oh, if you're see. going starting in Miami, going through the Caribbean, going down to Antarctica, going back up through a you know you're going through some a whole lot of different climates. Yeah, um, I, I'm thinking of you know at the same point in time I'm like we're we're all gonna end up living on cruises at some point now. The way oh yeah, that's going. that's the irony of it if it um, uh, leaving and um, returning to Miami is that Miami by 2024 might actually be underwater. Yeah, I think it's gonna take a little bit longer, but um, it's gonna take about what do they say 10, 10 to fifteen years in our lifetime. Right, so, it'll it'll get like last time I was down there they were building the roads up a foot higher. Yeah, it was it was an ill. We have a couple of those. Uh, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana, New Orleans is one of them. Yeah, just terrible idea. Like the entire bit building of the city was a terrible idea. Like um, New Orleans being underwater, like literally under sea level, was a was a um, uh, engineering mistake. New York. Um, although th- there's a reason why it existed. I mean, it's at the mouth of the Mississippi River, so of course it was going to be something. But like, you know, a city underwater. Um, uh amsterdam has is it amsterdam Amsterdam. one of the one of the cities in the netherlands is under is under sea level i believe it's amsterdam they've they've come up with that genius like um uh they have those those lock those walls out and out like outside the the city like out in the ocean so it so the city doesn't flood new orleans doesn't have that um yeah yeah i mean you, you know the whole thing with like new orleans because it's under sea level they can't bury bodies which is why every crypt is every uh, every yeah every every um yeah exactly every cemetery in in new orleans all the crypts are above ground because you can't below you you're under sea level you can't put things underground which is also was unfortunate during like hurricanes because the bodies tend to float away um but yeah miami was very poorly built um in that, or at least the the location, because it's slowly getting underwater. They, they think that was part of the problem with that building collapsing, is that the, the land is, is so unstable under it that that's part of the reason why that building probably collapsed, which feels like it was a very long time ago, even though that was like two months ago. Feels like a lot's happened in two it, months. It, a, lot, a lot has happened. I mean... I think it was it was longer than two months, but it wasn't that long ago. A lot, it was sometime, sometime over the summer. I'll say this, there's a lot happening right now as we're talking... Like I don't know if you you tuned in Today? at all about the what I, Merrick Garland is doing you know oh yeah he had school a, he, boards yeah, he te- and we have a, or... a senator of Texas who's defending the Nazi salute at the moment oh you yeah. don't have to tell me which one I know which one I know you know and actually it could have been could it be both but I know which one yeah uh, and I assume yeah they I assume they're all I don't know what he's testifying about but I would bet 100% that all the Republicans that are on whatever committee he's testifying in front of are asking him things that are completely unrelated to whatever he's testifying about. This like, is correct. Um, there was one question about it, someone's Twitter account that had nothing to do. Like this, um, this... Oh, yeah. I think I saw a tweet. Was it Black? Oh, Marsha Blackburn is yes, another one of the, the worst. One. Yeah. I believe she also, or one of them, it might have been another one of them, Try was is trying to basically told ask Merrick Garland if he would um, uh, indict Fauci. Yeah, I'm not sure what about. Um, I, that but, was who was that one? That was someone else. But yeah, they they're really big on on um, getting Fauci. G- yeah, getting him, uh, which is weird. Just all weird. It, well, it, I we can get into the whole uh, Kyrie Irving thing and what happened there. Where oh they God, stormed He's... the the Brooklyn Center or whatever that bank bank of america Bar- barclays. barclays whatever yeah um and you know people like it's a weird thing going on yeah right they now. tried to they tried to it's weird that january 6th is a verb now but they tried to january 6th 6th the barclays center they tried to like overrun security and run into it because they are so again i they must have been from out of town because i doubt anywhere in brooklyn you could put together that larger group of people i mean i'm sure new york has people here and there that are that anti but i'm, I'm guessing they came from out of town but um the right wingers are using kyrie irving as they're calling kaepernick they're saying oh yeah and he's i don't know he might be embracing it he he tried to distance himself from actually 
being anti-vax. He's he claims that he's just anti-mandate, which is actually is what those people support. Um, but the funny, the not funny, sad. The he, the reason he he's claiming for his protest for sit, well, he's not actually voluntarily sitting out the season. He's being forced to, but he is voluntarily not getting the vaccine, right. which in turn is getting him banned from the season. Um, is that he said he wanted to be a voice for the voiceless in terms of vaccine mandates. I can't think of a single group of all, in the history of the world that is less voiceless than those assholes. Eh. They are not voiceless. No. They're my they're they're the loudest minority in history. Nah, and that's, and that's that minority, minority is running the, the country the pro- on top of things. Yeah, they're they're a, it's it's the very it's, the, it's just that but now when he sees actual violence in his name, I'm curious if he'll come out and be like, "Come on guys, I that's not what I meant." Cuz it it's a very bad look for him. That cuz he didn't he didn't tell the face of it, but not really. Um, he, he really needs to say something. Otherwise he's not, I mean, I don't, yeah, in his convictions, um, he doesn't seem it cause he seems very flighty. Like he's, uh, they, they make he gets made fun of a lot cause he tried like Bomani Jones from ESPN always makes fun of him because he, he always jokes that, that Kyrie is not even close to as smart as he thinks he is. So he says he says these things that he thinks are so profound, but it's just nonsense. That you know how like Bruce Lee would say like these very profound. I'm not I'm not accusing Bruce Lee of of saying things that were like stupid, but you know Bruce Lee would say these very profound things, like that famous clip of him talking about being like water um, when he was describing martial arts. Um, Kyrie says things that he thinks are smart, like trying to sound like that, but they aren't. They're just absolute nonsense. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I wonder if he'll, if a team will, he's still good. So I mean, I'm sure a team at some point will be like, okay, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll sign him, but he's certainly not going to be welcome in New York again. Even, even when the mandates are up, he will not be welcome in New York again. Mm. And, and not Boston because he fucked over Boston, which made me happy because I hate Boston, but like Celtics fans will never forgive him. No, so no, that's no. two. That's two cities off the list. There's that great gift uh, of Bill Simmons and him driving to the airport when they they traded him to uh, the Nets. Oh, really? It's uh, yeah. Where the yeah. I want to say it's where the Buffalo Rome is where they took the video. Unless there was a another Hunter S. Thompson movie, I can't think of where he. Uh, it could have been. I haven't Fear watched and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. I haven't watched that one in a while. I haven't watched Fear and Loathing in a long time. Um, Sorry about that. We had a little static there. Now, now that Johnny, not, not, not Johnny Depp's been sort of canceled. I don't know. Is that one? Eh, I don't, I'm not going to. Has he been canceled? Because I think he's, um, he's been he's, found to be the better of the two now. Uh, well, yeah, she, that's the, I don't want to victim blame here, but Amber Heard's pretty terrible herself. Uh, but again, that's, that's victim blaming. So I, I won't do that. He has not been officially canceled in the public eye though a great a large portion of the population is is over his shit right but he has been more or less canceled in the hollywood community like he basically has he he's he's now resorted to i think he recently did an italian film because basically no major hollywood studio would take producers or directors right studios yeah no studios want to because he is kind of toxic like he got and this was he had already made the um that what's that Harry Potter um, uh, yeah the, uh, the creature one but Fantastic Beasts yeah he yeah down he was in the that. second one of the yeah he played the the villain in the second one and basically he had already made it at that point but like the shit hit the fan with him like as that movie was coming out so it really hurt the movie right but they basically and it, like his character would have been an ongoing character but they were like nope and um I don't he's just such a weird dude. He re- really embraced that Jack Sparrow thing a little too much. Like when it yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you see him now, he he still dresses and talks like Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those deals, you know how like Val Kilmer, they said he was never the same after playing Jim Morrison. He kind of just his his mind just snapped and he just I did not know that. Val Val Kilmer was always really weird. But after playing Jim Morrison, he was even more weird. And he, and people claimed that he like he got so 
method into that character that he basically just became Jim Morrison after that. Um, and, you know, he's, he's obviously very ill now. But, um, uh, you know, method actors, they, 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 have a, they have a history of snapping. That was, everybody says that was Heath Ledger. Like, Heath Ledger had substance abuse issues pre-Dark Knight, but they said getting into that method Joker was basically put him over the edge. Which not makes shocking sense. If that's that'd be a, that'd be a very dark character to to be all the time. Yeah, you have to have a. It takes a certain type of person to be a method actor. Um, I don't I don't understand it. Um, but it you know. Well, you have to be the the the, the, the whole fi- whole acting thing is weird, and then you just go and I'm going to fully embrace this, and you know. Well, wasn't it, um, was it, um, Lawrence Olivier who had that great quote, like making fun of method actors? Cause he was saying like, no, it's a, that's, that's why they call it acting because as soon as they say cut, you stop playing that character. I think he had a big, he and, um, he hated Brando. Like, oh. you know, like Brando was like the, one of the first method actors and Olivier was obviously the opposite of that. So they didn't care for each other. So Olivier just made fun of method actors, but yeah, they tend, they tend to, um, I think that would be very unpleasant to be around somebody who had to stay in character all the time. I think Daniel Day Lewis is one of those guys I've heard, but he's he's unusual in that he he admits he readily admits he that he sta- he gets into character for like three months before a, a movie starts shooting, stays in character the whole movie. Like if you were shooting Lincoln with him, you had to he was Link- like he was Lincoln. Yeah, which that might not have been as annoying. Imagine doing gangs in New York with him when he's Bill the Butcher the entire time. Oh, I think it'd be fu- I think it'd be hysterical for a day, and then at the set by day two, Leonardo DiCaprio had to be like, "Cut it out! This is annoying." Yeah, uh, but I don't think you'd yeah, say then- that to you know Daniel Day Lewis either because he he knows the acting chops that he was up. At, up oh at. yeah, he's got yeah. That, that's just, that's that's actually what I was just gonna say is you never hear about like unsuccessful method actors because the ones who are like crazy enough to do it tend to be good actors yes like like all the your val kilmer uh heath ledger brando um uh there's some there's some other ones that i actually didn't realize were as method as they actually are um but they all tend to be like well respected i think kevin spacey was to an extent like he always stayed in character um you know again another one we don't really talk about an asshole a lot certain role you know i think edward norton god these are a lot of these are assholes Uh uh-huh that there's probably something to that possibly um the um but yeah but the thing about um daniel lewis is that he he admits it that he would take him three months to get into character then he'd shoot the thing stay in character and then it would take him about three months to fully get out of the character but he said like as soon as he was out he was out he, right. he never it wasn't like something that was lingering with him forever like like i said with val kilmer or, or with um how do we start this who was the first person i said um i can't recall that's the um, Depp is where we started off on that yeah yeah like he's dan it's like a switch he turns it off and then he's and he's so unusual that in the means that's why he only makes like a movie every five years because how how could a, your body how could your mind take that but but he's such an it, like in the in the meantime he does just unusual things that are so far from acting for that very reason like yeah, he taught he, himself to be a cobbler yeah, i was about to say isn't he a professional an, cobbler an, now an, another old timey word that's that goes up there with with haberdasher and milner is a cobbler a shoemaker yes he taught himself how to make shoes to keep himself busy between roles which is just fascinating um but I think he retired for good. I think he said he's done for good for acting. Um, I, th- I think, which is unfortunate, because I think his last one was that. Um, uh, ironically enough, I think when he was a haberdasher, that movie where he was like a made clothes. Um, I, I can't recall what it's called, but it was. I think he was nominated for an Oscar for it, but it wasn't like very good. Um, I, I you know, he's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, what was it? it uh, something threats like. Yeah, something um, threads or something like that. Something threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was definitely that. Like, uh, and it, I guess it was supposed to be a good movie. It was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. That it doesn't just make it like a good movie. It just means no. It it means it's a honestly he. Oh, Sean Penn's another one who gets totally into character. Like he was he was Harvey Milk. Like that, you know, one of those. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> that would just be really annoying. 
uh, like a you know, Phantom Thread is what it was. Phantom Thread, that's it. Oh, Pacino. Pacino's another famous method actor. Though to be honest, for like the last, I'd say, I'd say ever since Send of a Woman, Al Pacino has just played Al Pacino. So he's just a met. He's like it's He's kind of like a meta method actor because he's playing him. He's playing in a heightened version of himself. Right. And he's been doing that for thirty years since Scent um, of a Woman. But he, I but like he, he what? Yeah, Scent of a Woman was where where he really just his whole shtick became yelling. Yeah. Um, which you know is a thing. Speaking speaking of you, uh, you know another one. Uh, just talking about characters that um, I read about recently that I was kind of surprised is that um, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, he was taught. I, I don't recall the interview, and I may have just been heard heard about the inter- him doing an interview where he talked about how that the character of Andrew Dice Clay just started off as a character. Like it was just going to be like I'm just going to do this is going to be part of my bit on stage. Like it's not him. Oh God, he's not like that at all. He said it, he's he admitted he's like yeah, it started off like I was a character I was playing on stage for maybe like maybe part of my set, and it became so popular I just did it full time. So he's so Andrew Dice Clay is not that guy, but he played it for so long that what are you gonna do? It's like one of those deals where somebody starts calling you by the wrong name, and if you wait too long, you can't correct them. You're just right. like, okay, that's my, my name is not Ned now, I guess. Um, but yeah, but the, the 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 what made me think of him was I was thinking of old time comedians. By it's old time, I mean '80s. But I was thinking of uh, about how Al Pacino is just a yeller now. This right. is the second time I've referenced him in like three days, which is weird. But like Sam Kinison, yeah, oh like yeah. I, I, I was having a conversation with somebody. I was like, "How do you describe somebody now that is not familiar, like somebody younger, like just a a, a Gen Zennial or whatever? How do you explain Sam Kinison? Uh, like, like he he wasn't particularly funny. His whole thing was just yelling." Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait, another one. Another one. Yeah. Bobcat Bobcat Goldthwait has has had an amazing second act. Like he's an incredible writer director now. Right. But you know, back then his whole thing was that weird yelling, breathing voice. wasn't wasn't particular funny. It was just the delivery. Um, but like, how do you describe that to somebody now? Like, so you, so you're telling me it was a comedian who just yelled randomly. He didn't really have jokes. Yeah, that's pretty, I would that's say he's. It. He's Lewis Black, but more intense. Okay, that's actually a good comp, except that Lewis Black is has you know, and maybe I'm unfair to Sam Kennison. Maybe I'm not familiar enough with his work because he he died when we were pretty. His heyday was the '70s and '80s. Yeah. Um, and late '70s, early '80s, and he died when we he died in '94. And again, I know this because I just looked it up because okay. I was talking about he died in a horrible car accident, which I didn't yeah. remember that. No, I do. Um, I remember the car accident. I just, you know, like I, I don't know the circumstances around the car accident for him. Yeah, I just knew it, it was one of those. It was like a. It was very similar, almost identical, actually, to James Dean, where he was driving up like in the middle of California, middle of nowhere, and somebody killed him coming like head on. Oh. They didn't see him. You know, like that's how James Dean died. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like so maybe Sam Kinison did have quality material because Lewis Black is a good comp. But Lewis Black, I think, is very funny. Yelling is his shtick, but I think what he's saying is still very funny. Maybe I, I'm just biased. And I, don't I think know. the the yelling's very different. It's like like Sam Kennison's in your face yelling at you to understand what he's saying. Well, Lewis Black is coming out as an angry person just yelling into the at the cloud kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, that's different. a perfect comp. That actually is a very good comp. Um, like, you know, I mean, Sam Kinison, even in movies, just played Sam Kinison. Like, he was great. Uh, back to school. Back to I school. I think it was, remember, he was like a professor in yep, Back to yep. School. Uh, um, history professor. They were talking about, yeah. like, the Vietnam. Like, how do we lose Vietnam? And he's like, oh. Yeah. He, um, but he's, and this might have uh, contributed to an act, his act. He also had a huge drug problem, like a lot of comedians of that era did. Uh, but he admitted, no, he didn't, he didn't admit, his brother was his manager, and his brother said, basically said sam once told me he was never he was not sober for a single day in the 70s so so that could have been where that act originated mm-hmm. um yeah i mean at he the, also claimed, at the he, time he, it was a huge character like i remember him yeah, on married a, with children which was at the time for a comedian to get on that was a big big deal like 
Yeah. Well, that's that's also where I um that's why I that's where my mind went to Andrew Dice Clay, another character that you you try to explain now. You're like, I mean, people loved him, but if you explain what he was, you're like, it doesn't seem funny. Like all he was was just a misogynistic asshole who didn't really say anything all that funny. He just did like the hickory dickory doc jokes and do the stupid cigarette over his head thing. Okay, uh, I would say the same thing. Explain uh, Cable Guy to me. Or not Cable Guy, what is it? Oh, Larry, Larry the, the Cable, cable guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, and... uh, that's a time. You know what, there's a lot of... See, that. that's the thing, is that in Larry the Cable Guy, another one who is... That's a shtick, obviously. Yeah. It's a character. Like, he's... I. He doesn't... But the thing is, is like Andrew Dice Clay, he doesn't do things out of character, so you don't know what the real Larry the Cable Guy is like, but he's not that. Yes. Like, that is very much a character. Um but yeah, like that's, it's funny that these all come from the 80s, 90s. Another one who had a very, very specific shtick was Yakov Smirnoff. He still works, though. He still performs in Branson, Missouri, the uh, the Las Vegas of the Midwest. Uh, he has a theater named after him, the Yakov Smirnoff Theater. But the thing is, is how does that, again, anybody listening that was not familiar with Sam Kinison or Andrew Dice Clay, you absolutely will not know who Yakov Smirnov was. His entire bit was that he was a defected, he defected from Soviet Russia. So all his jokes were about how the differences between the Soviet Union and the U.S., which killed in the 80s, but you know, after what, when did the Soviet Union fall? Like 91? Those jokes didn't really land as much, but he's, I don't, so I don't know what his, his later career became. He's not still doing in Soviet Russia, something and something does to you, you know, where he used to reverse the, the statement. Um, like, you know, like he, it'd be like in Soviet Russia, hamburger eats you like something stupid like that, where you just reverse what you think he's going to say. Um, but there's no way he could still pull that off. Cause it certainly now it's like, man, the Soviet union was like 30 years ago, dude. Like, these, you need you need new material. I mean, do you though? It's still the Eastern Bloc, yeah, you know. If it, I uh, mean, honestly, we're getting to a point where he, we might actually be coming back around to him being in style again. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, it's like it's not far fetched, <laughs> is it? Really? Yeah, time time is a flat circle. Yeah. But that is funny that so many comedians like I don't feel like comedians do a shtick thing like that anymore. Where like they're playing a character. I'm sure they do, but I don't feel like they do. Like to that extent, like like Dice Clay, Sam Kinison, and Yakov Shmirov were very specific. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy is about the only thing. I can Yeah, up yeah, but I that. can't. Can you think of anybody more recent? I mean, I Tim Allen did kind of do it when he was doing his uh, the the Tool Guy kind of. Oh, that's true, and he played. Um, so that's that's actually a, that's a very good segue. I don't know if you've seen the um the uproar about um they Pixar is making a Buzz Lightyear prequel. Yes, I saw called, this with called, Chris called Evans. Lightyear, which is a it's a young younger Buzz Lightyear. I'm not exactly sure it's not the a premise toy, of in it other words. because it's actual human. Yeah, yeah, it's like the I think it's he's playing the person that the toy was based on. Yes. so they're doing a weird meta thing. Um, but uh, peep, but uh, Chris Evans is playing the voice, not Tim Allen, and of course because everything is a fight. Uh, a lot of the right wing Tim Allen, because Tim Allen is famously um, right wing. Shockingly, I don't because know. He was not know if you're familiar with that. Though. Honestly, if you go back and watch Home Improvement, Tim Taylor was Tim Taylor, wasn't that his yeah, name? Yeah. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was pretty conservative, but his the the Tim Allen character on the the later show, I can't King of the Hill. No, King no. of the Hill is the cartoon. Uh, um, King. Whatever, man of the, the man, I don't last man, man of the house, like that, last no. man standing. I knew man was in it. Like he 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 was totally turning into like the the MAGA person he is in real life. Yeah, I don't think the character on the show was said flat out that he was MAGA, but he was MAGA. Oh, he was definitely conservative. Uh, that was definitely like yeah, Repu like those came out. So it's like you know he made fun of Obama and things like that, which is fun. Yeah, you know, but yeah, no, I mean honestly, there's enough liberal characters on TV. I you know it, it, I wasn't up in arms about it. I just didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, but the uh, people are upset that they didn't ask Tim Taylor, Tim Taylor, Tim Allen to re to voice Lightyear, even though it's a younger version. It's a voice. It's it's animated, so it's still just a voice. Um, and they they think it's because Hollywood's too liberal and and Tim Allen's too conservative. When in reality, it's just that Chris Evans is young, has a younger sound and voice. can get more money, and he's a better. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah. You 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 throw in Captain America is 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 voicing Bud Light, Buzz Lightyear. You got yeah. you got yourself a. I mean, that movie's going to make a fortune anyway. Well, Nate, on that note, we're going to leave on a high. And 
Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah. Uh, Bashing Tim like, Allen as you do. Speaking of high, remember that time Tim Allen went to prison for uh, dealing cocaine? I know. It's That's amazing. a story for a different day. Oh, uh, we'll get back to that one. And I guess we'll have to wait for the review. I mean. Oh, next week. Next week. Damn. Next week. Thanks. Thanks for reminding. Got to give me a five-minute notice. I know. Time. I know. But we were so we we're in a groove of conversation, and I just kind of you know let it slip by. So, whoops on me. We'll have so, more hat talk next week. I know. I mean, who doesn't want to hear us talk about hats? I mean. Uh, I thought I think it was a very riveting conversation. Agreed. We we didn't even get into well, I don't want to get too um, you know, go into religion, so Yamaka's off the table, but I was thinking more of the hat with the propeller. You know, that like the the the, the beanie. You know, the, yeah, like a beanie with a propeller. Yeah, yeah. That's what you know, like a the beanie little... used to be called, but now it like a beanie's become a snow cap and well, yeah, ah. that's all different. Okay, next week. That's next, next week. That's next week.